0: Welcome, listeners, to the third quadrant centennial quarter quell. Practiced at this time. This is episode two of Hungerp's, a Hunger Games RPG podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood narrator, Chetan, here to provide description along with the GM, Frederick. Last time on Hungerp's, our six tributes arrived in the capital and began to form their alliances. Today, they face private sessions, interviews, and the dreaded cornucopia. peek at Xander's character sheet, you'd see that he has a 20-point secret, which in GURPS is a very secret secret. One guess is that his secret is to try to ally with absolutely everyone.
1: What's the tech district?
2: Uh, District 3, Adel and Junk. Can I go look for Adel and Junk? Yeah, Adel's a young girl, 15 years. Junk is a bit older in his 20s. He's freakishly tall. He looks like the love child of Bo Burnham and Slenderman. You catch them in a break when they're eating a sandwich off to the side. Catering table.
1: Nice! I'm Zen.
2: Junk just lifts his hand as if to be kissed and says, My name's Junk. Ew.
1: I, I, I
3: I I kiss his hand. Me, yeah, kiss oh his yeah. Hand. I go to town on his hand. He says, I was going I was going <laughs> oh. for a handshake. Oh. I go to town on the hand of junk. Who <laughs> <laughs> hasn't seen a lot of daily? Okay. Of so
4: Greg just threw up, but like <laughs> out of character, I think I have to throw up. Now.
1: <laughs> you guys are a whiz with technology, yeah?
2: Yeah. That's literally our job. Do
1: you guys know how? Uh, or could you figure out for me what the uh, receiver? transmission is to let people know that an airdrop is coming? Oh, oh, what? An airdrop. If like one of the many donors wants to give us something in the middle of the arena, I'm sure it releases some transmission, something like that. Is there any way to figure out when that signal's coming in?
2: Uh, Adel says you know, if we had something from one of the sponsors, we could try to take apart the mechanical part of it. Of course that means we have to get sponsored. Mm.
1: I can help you guys with that.
2: Uh, they look a little surprised. Okay.
1: I send them a a really nice wink and then I walk away.
2: Uh, you turn around and Trustin is standing there and he says, Good evening, fellow career. You know it's customary in these games that the careers work together, at least in the initial phases. Are you interested in that kind of collaboration? Floria and I are already pursuing really strong relations and I think we can continue that forward for decades into the future, if not weeks.
1: So he says something that really piques my interest. Yeah. And I look at him. Yeah. You know, I liked you. The moment moment I saw you, I thought you had something special.
2: And I felt the same about you personally.
1: You know, Trustin, I trust you. You know, there's some beefy people in this, uh, in this room. Some big people, some strong people. I mean, my partner in District 4, well, she is a monster, let me tell you. And I think that we're going to have some trouble if we, uh, we don't work together at the Cornucopia, if you know. If
2: I you... completely agree.
1: You know what? I gotta run. It was nice chatting with you.
2: I'll speak to you again soon.
1: All right, and I, I, gla- I kind of steal a look from Edel and Junk, I yeah. believe, and then. Great, you know, great, great.
0: All your <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate. Oh, man. And I mean, Xander tried to ally with everyone. Can
2: clarify something? Sure. Did you sleep with your trainer? Oh, yes. Night? Hell yeah. 100%. Oh, we we did the
1: do. We did it and did it again. You and Drunk. Oh, Drunk. Drunk is uh is well equipped. Now we know. Yeah. Now we know. Wow.
0: An hour into the campaign and we have already seen too much of some NPCs.
2: I'm so sorry. It's I'm okay. so very sorry. Each of us are to blame in our own special ways. <laughs> also,
1: I'd like to mention that it was a top bunk bottom bunk situation. So, my other district uh, <laughs> tribute was in the top bunk while I'm just going to town on our trainer. And she knows it's our trainer.
2: She pretended to snore for your yeah. benefit. Oh, yeah.
1: And I set up like wine and cheese too. So, like, like, we made an evening. <laughs> hour, right? Yep. Yep. Great. Yeah. Let's
0: get as far away from that storyline as possible. On the other side of the training center, Trinity, Harvesta, and their trainer Amanda were developing wholesome, genuine relationships.
2: Harvesta emerges from her room at about 9.45. Are you waiting in, like, the communal area of the suite?
0: Hey, yeah,
5: I made you some tea. Oh, thank you.
2: You guys are talking over the sounds of a TV. Kind of lying on the couch, staring ahead is her trainer. Uh, what's playing is a fast-forwarding highlights reel of a past Hunger Games. Is that the... Uh, oh, yeah. Mm, I remember that one. 72. Mm, mm. I never showed you guys the maps.
5: Yeah, that'd be good. Sorry, I'm not the
2: best at analysis. Look, I've noticed some signatures in the maps. Oh, yeah. She pulls out a couple rolled up paper printouts of a map. She, like, shoves aside some glass stuff Whoa. and flattens them one by one. You can pick out on each map the cornucopia really easily. You can see, like, lakes or rivers in some. But on each map, she has at least one other point starred. And she says, You see these? Yeah. I think I've found the game maker's signature. Oh, cool. He's obsessed with this idea that people have been here before. Oh. Every arena, all three that he's designed, have some kind of item hidden away. Look over here, 68, it was a little shack. Yeah. 72, tucked into the woods. There's this little wine cellar type thing, oh, full yeah. of a couple bottles even. Only one Tribute even found it, yeah. but never even used the bottles. Hmm. And then another one looks kind of like an old junkyard or something.
5: Completely free, kind of like... That's nice. That could be
2: helpful. I don't hope it to, is. Don't have to build everything from scratch. If it's just a, an old building and, and you can get nails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Harvest is also kind of listening. Uh, she winces a little bit at that. Thank you so much. I, I'm going to keep looking, but I think this is something other people might not have. Okay. I love maps. I love that you love maps. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sal and Derb were
0: training together, though Derb seemed to have much more to prove. She's
6: like an old person with like a computer who like can learn a little bit, but like takes a really long time to learn that people don't use floppy disks anymore. <gasps> so she uh, doesn't really decide to learn anything new. Um, so she wants to display that she's still physically capable. Mm-hmm. So she dedicates a whole day to climbing, which I believe uh she does with Durb. yeah we Durr, do climb together. climb together yeah Durr and yeah. Sal climb together yeah, yeah. which is oh,
2: the name it. of my favorite comedy movie Durr and Sal climb together, together. yeah stoner film <laughs> <laughs>
6: so she does that she dedicates a little bit of time of uh, showing off her knife skills kind of just for the game makers to see yeah for the game makers to yeah. see that she can like actually fight and running
2: um do you want to yeah. make your roles there
6: uh do you want to remind
2: me how so, the training's working again? Uh every half day of training is plus In case you're not up to
0: date on page two ninety two of the GURPS fourth edition rulebook, like a chump, just know that GURPS is a never ending series of stupidly specific dice rolls. If
6: you get lucky. And what are the negatives? Is it like Seriously?
0: There are rules in the GURPS book for the tactical effects of going shirtless two two for to your five, IQ
6: Okay, role. Good. Okay. Um okay, so we'll start with climbing. I've dedicated a whole day to climbing. You have a plus two. Plus two? Okay, so I have to beat 11.
2: So you get two levels in climbing.
6: Wow. Whoa! Whoa, my beefy gal! I love her! (laughs) Yes. Yes. Something
2: has come up. Do you have a last name? (laughs) 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 So I haven't come up with one. (laughs) But I do kind of like if he was a share situation. Kind of a Madonna, but Derb. Oh, is it like
6: he has one, but he refuses to tell people?
2: Yeah, they said Derb McIntyre at The Reaping, and I was like, it's just Derb! (laughs) (laughs) So I've
6: trained six discrete things. Oh, wow. Diverse. Each of which
2: I have no skills in. So kind of the character reason for this is that Derb loves learning. Excellent. So this is climbing. No. no. Oh, Failed by one. 13. Um, but um you cannot I, climb. I do love the image of us trying to climb together and then I get frustrated when you're so good at it. <laughs> oh you're yeah. Cake.
6: Amazing. Oh, um okay, right, I'm going to do last? do running which is a full day so I get plus 1 on that so I have to beat you. Get a, you did a full
2: day, you get plus 2.
6: Nine. Excellent. Oh, Excellent. which puts me at 15 running. <laughs> Whoa! This so
2: ninety-two-year-old, she yeah. can fucking huff it. You, guys, I, 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 feel like you had a Rocky montage. Oh, I super did. Yeah. I also love that our ages are opposite. Yeah, good. they're really good. When, when you twenty-nine you, and it's, good. it's very good. Um, next survival jungle. Okay. Oh, jungle. Eight, no. Oh. No, no. failure. Wah, wah. I hate rain. Jumanji,
1: you can't <laughs> survive in the jungle. You
2: walk into like the. Sim jungle that they have. And you're just like, too ew, hot, ew, too ew. hot. Oh, derb wood. Oh, <laughs> wood. It's wet like heat. That. I don't like it. <laughs> I hope we're not here. I can't imagine they'd put us here. Um, <laughs> I'd rather die. Yeah. <laughs> Kill me now, Sal. Yeah. Uh,
5: survival planes.
2: Six. Eight. Okay, Two Two levels <laughs> Better than your default. Is this Magic
1: the Gathering? Because you're a straight up plane. Wow! Wow! <laughs>
6: yikes. Yikes. Wow!
2: All right, Jacob, what have you trained? Uh, I've
1: trained in net, in running, and a day in survival, but I'm, I want it to be like survival like n- near water. Great. All right, so we'll start with net. I'm sure there's like a digital arena that we're training in, but I insist on... Like analog versions, like actual.
6: Oh yeah. For sort of catching real fish.
1: Yeah. Uh. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna train that net, that sweet net. Oh no, that's bad. Eleven. You you succeed by one. I you succeed do by one. A single level of net. Cool. I su- then I run for half a day. Heck yeah. Uh, getting that good cardio in. Uh, ooh, that's that's
2: four. So you gain three levels Sweet. in running. So that's health average. You're a freaking run master.
1: Yeah, run. Huh. And I ran. I ran so far away. Also... I have this like very intense, looming secret, like a dark cloud that I'm trying to <laughs> that I'm, try, I'm just trying to paint the scene that I, that I'm trying to keep from the rest of the tributes as well as the. Um, They'll
6: have to try with Sal. She doesn't pay attention. To <laughs> she, <laughs> good. she does not
1: care. Good, good. Yeah. Um, and, and also hide it from the game makers and, and well, all those people. Well, it's a good people.
6: thing Sal distracted them with her really good running.
2: Are you two at one point on treadmills next to each oh, other? Sure. And just... Oh, no, you get off. <laughs> no,
6: we'll set this up a whole day.
2: Oh, I'm trying to talk to
1: you. You're just ignoring like, me.
6: Yo, she hey. can not be a routine. Yeah. Sure so it's like pretty tough marathons. competition, eh? She runs, like, three
1: marathons. Oh,
2: my God.
6: <laughs>
1: not bad, old timer.
2: <laughs> you fall off the chair.
0: I, <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh, my God. Our lovable doof Greg had a lot less success
2: at training. So what has Greg been doing all day?
4: Uh, so Greg is just working on continuing to stay jacked. second day, he's got some foraging and escape going. Okay, so that's less getting jacked and more the, mm-hmm. the part of him that loves to hide away from things. So he's just getting ready to hide in the bushes for a few days. Oh, he's going to go very like Pete on the lark and just work on his camo skills. Oh,
2: excellent. <laughs>
4: He's scared of fighting, but he's going to want to actually fight. Oh, yeah. Like, he's a daredevil. It's just that he regrets it later. Great. He has, in secret, made a plan to hide, but (laughs) put on a good show. He is going to run out guns a-blazing, and then he'll just cower later, and that's when he can camouflage. So it all all flows together well.
2: So, axe, you're rolling at 10. 13.
4: 15. Okay, so
2: you do not gain an axe skill. <laughs>
4: I mean, he did have, like, that whole incident. Like, I'm pretty sure. what ha- Like, like that happened last session. Right, like, you,
2: you tried to throw an he axe. He tried
4: to throw an axe, and it missed, yes. and then he hid in a bush with some other guy. Yeah. So, it was just a bad day for Greg. All right. That's okay. <laughs>
2: Greg's feeling rough. Camo, you're rolling out a 10. Ah. And you do that. And Greg does not pick up any camo skill. The end of day two comes and Greg is just completely not remembering anything he learns. Oh
4: no. Oh Greg. I can't do it. I'm too scared. Oh, okay, can you work on his knife skills?
2: Oh, he can definitely
4: work. Okay, we're doing that then. Feeling
2: discouraged, he spends all of day three at the knife station.
4: It would be so sad for Greg if he doesn't get real fucking good at it. No! No! That's a fail!
2: So Greg didn't learn anything.
4: Training was a waste of time.
2: Wow. How does Greg feel at the end of day three?
4: Oh, Greg feels so shitty.
2: Um, He's seeing all of the other tributes, learning up new skills. And he just can't seem to get the hang of anything.
4: Oh, these last few days have been such a disaster.
0: (laughs) And last but not least, the night before private sessions with the game makers, our fish-out-of-the-water Jonathan got to practice his most important skill.
2: Poetry. Poetry. You are kind of lying in your bed. The doors just open a crack. It's like 11-something. You're hoping you can sleep soon. And you hear a conversation in the main room in hushed voices, which makes you very curious. Because it is between your trainer and your fellow tribute kokobe.
3: Great, I'm going to attempt to sneak into earshot. Yeah,
2: make a stealth roll, please. Will do. All Uh, right, so you succeed by two. Oh, boy. Luckily, uh, the people in the other room failed their perception roll. (laughs) So you sneak through this hallway to the bedrooms till you're right at the edge of the main room, and you can catch the words of their conversation. The trainer, he says, yeah, so I'll talk to him. But look, milk this as long as you can. You got enough going against you already? To be honest, he's going to be better at getting you sponsors. Now, I'm going to get you things you can use, so you keep him alive, okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that, okay? I'm really, I'm betting everything on you. You got this. Um, and then sh- you hear her start walking towards the hallway where you're hiding. Oh, very
3: good. I'm going to uh, get back into... So mm-hmm. a six, a six and she hears you and sees you. One. Oh, you
2: you slip back into your room and then she rounds the corner to the hallway and you hear her walking down.
3: Oh, uh, when she arrives, well, it's just when she arrives in a room, she should find the poem I've written. Oh yeah, um, she finds the poem you've written about her. Please so make a poetry roll. I do need role. to make a poetry roll oh, uh, to see if it was successful. Um, so I got a 12 in poetry. Uh, four, nine. Goddamn oh. Kyle. No, it's a, it's a bad poem.
2: It's a haiku, but it's five, eight, five. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's seven, five, seven. Seven, five, seven.
3: Yeah, I wrote a, I wrote a seven,
6: five, seven yeah,
3: no. I wrote a bad seven, five, seven haiku. Yeah. Um, she, you hear her be like, what? What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then you hear like her door closes, her covers rustle, she's going to bed.
3: Another poem well done. <laughs> All right. Oh my gun boy. boy. You
2: come by the waiting room for the private sessions yep. a little late. And when you arrive like an hour and a half in, you are amazed to find that twenty-three out of the twenty-four <laughs> tributes are still in the waiting room. <laughs>
0: Inside the private session, Derb was taking his sweet, sweet time.
2: People take like five to ten. Oh, Derb will not. Derb thinks he's so cool. Basically, I want to just run down (laughs) this fucking skills because he thinks he's so cool. So you're just going down the list, skill (laughs) by skill. Yeah, I I think I think it's funny that's basically alphabetical order too. (laughs) Because I think Derb thinks he's so amazing that he doesn't have to create a cool, Mm -hmm. fluid thing. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to go architecture, then driving, then
6: computer programming, then how to escape, then engineering. He
2: has been analyzing the building that they're living in. Yeah, he definitely Um, has. And now he's going to explain to the game makers how it was built, the reason it was built, for artistic purposes, and all that stuff. (laughs) Oh, God.
4: 13, I did it, I did succeed.
2: You succeed succeed your architecture (laughs) role, you describe the building, and their initial reaction is like, what is he doing? (laughs) And you peter off because you see the game makers turn around to, like, get refreshments. Okay, yeah, you understand, you understand. They're so dumb. Um, Um, Computer programming. So, um, computer programming. Is there just an interface. I go into the command port of Windows. Yeah, you. There's like you know those quizzes that they have for like recognizing poisonous stuff. <laughs> what do you? What does your program do? Oh, okay, okay. Turns all the Latin names of the mushrooms into spoonerisms.
6: <laughs> yes, yes, I seed. So you. <laughs>
2: too tiny on the screen for any of the game makers to see from their distant vantage point <laughs> okay time for escape i feel like you can go to the trapping station and like spring a rope yeah. trap on yourself. yeah i'm down i'm down cool with yeah cool. okay so you I'm, I'm trapped no <laughs> the, the highest skill that i have and i fuck it up you're just kind of Dangling their arms oh in the ropes, like After, like, an awkward period of time. You can reattempt at a minus one. At a minus one. Okay. That should be fine. Thirteen. Okay, I make it. I make it. I make it. I make, it. I make it. it. make it. <laughs> make it. The, one of the game makers actually pushes a button and you hear a voice in the loudspeaker. You do know that 34 minutes have passed. <laughs> and then I, I hit myself on the forehead and go... Oh, yeah, I run back to the computer, and I start to, like, disassemble it, because I have uh, electrical I like to... engineering. Only three of the, like, 14 of them are watching. I hated Derm. I love Derm now. <laughs> All right. Next, fishing. I succeed by one. The clock ticks on. So I'm about to bore them again. How am <laughs> I gonna show off my farming? <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna show my right. applied mathematics. <laughs> oh, and then there's also a gardening. First aid. So you're succeeding everything. Have I failed anything? You have failed your first oh, escape. Oh, my first escape. <laughs> well, my second uh, escape. So what happens when you get to piloting helicopter? Is there, is there a helicopter simulator? Hey! And they're just not watching you anymore. Fine, if I discover a helicopter on the field, I guess it'll just have to be a surprise. <laughs> Jeweler, I bend some metal and make a ring. First aid, <laughs> oh, oh, ew, I cut myself and suture it. <laughs> no. Yes, I do succeed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sewing, uh, oh, I do make a shirt and then I wear it. Masonry, I make a little house. Mountain survival, I drink from some moss. Short sword, bow and shield that was pretty Mm self-explanatory just shoot some stuff cut some stuff i run before as well so i just like run the treadmill for like an awkwardly long (laughs) amount of time okay at the 90 minute mark (laughs) someone comes in like an admin person and says we need to ask you to wrap up derb oh don't worry i'm coming to my last few skills This is a bow? Whoa, six. That's a What's your bow skill? seventeen, so it's critical. You bullseye the bow. Is that the last thing you do? Um, so I do that, I'm running out of time, and I'm like, oh, I haven't shown off my shield. So then I pick up the shield. Oh my god. It would have been amazing to end with the boat, Yo, but you couldn't. But I couldn't. I have more skills oh, to show right. off. And at an hour and 43 minutes, the woman re-enters and is just staring at you while you hold your shield. <clears throat> Can I do one more thing? You have about 80 seconds. Okay, 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 okay. I just learned about plane survival. Your last (laughs) roll with 80 seconds to showcase your ability to survive in the long term. What do you do? I try to shuck some wheat. Make the roll. You 11. I know, I make it, I do it, I do shuck weed. And then the woman grabs your arm, your time's up. And then I would grind it up, and then using my
6: masonry, <laughs> I would create a, you oven, out a back
2: door, and you're done.
0: <laughs> the private sessions went quickly from there. Continuing his sweet streak, Trinity ended with a bold declaration. So after Rap Lock Swipple from District
5: 8 finally is called Trinity Solomon. Oh. Uh well, good luck to the rest of you. See you on the other side. Uh Tripwire
2: gives you a nod as you walk in. Good luck.
5: Oh well firstly I walk into the center of the the training facility, yeah. so the addressing them. I would just like to thank the game makers for giving me this opportunity to be a part of history. Quarter quells are an essential part of the Hunger Games and I am so honored to be here at this third one. Now, i head over to the um, plant identification
2: thing. Excellent. Yeah, there's like this digital quiz. Hmm. You actually notice that this screen for one of the quizzes is like showing the basic OS background right now. And you oh. have to reopen this training quiz program. Are these all adjacent? Yeah, there's like a series of stations.
5: Each one is a slightly different type okay. of knowledge. Cool. I start playing with one. It's actually uh, yeah it's mushrooms but more specifically like fungi that grow on other plants Oh, oh 16 but you really fail <laughs> yeah So uh, what he will do instead is heads over to one of the like region bits it's a grassland Is there like a polearm tucked away on a rack that has not been used yet a scythe cool. Floria picked it up as a joke at one point and mm. then put it right back. I grabbed the scythe. Then I head on over to the grassland and just begin mowing.
2: Just reaping fake grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, make a scythe
5: roll. You, this is just easy peasy. Mm. Uh, You've demolished this tiny meter square of grass with a single swoop. Oh. Yeah, I'll gather up the grass actually and begin to lay it out in a little mound stand behind it. Thank you again for your time. Coming after me is the other tribute from District 9 and I want you to know that we will not be separated.
2: Yeah, at this, a couple of the game
0: makers who are just in the back
5: peek their heads towards you like, oh, interesting.
0: By the end of the evening, the game makers were getting very bored and not paying much attention.
3: My fred. Leave it to Jonathan to awake them.
2: Four hours pass.
3: And it's- Four hours? <laughs> Holy shit, my dude. It's
2: finally your turn. There's you and three other tributes in the waiting room. Kokobe is asleep on one of the benches next to you. One of the other tributes that's waiting is six years old, and she's, like, playing with some blocks she brought. It's, she's already had a temper tantrum. Yeah. A nap, and yeah. she's woken up again. Yeah.
3: I'd like to take this moment and in the inspiration of Bay's sleeping face to write a second poem. Let's do it. Yeah. Hold
1: on, write it.
3: <gasps> it's feet. a bad poem!
6: <laughs> I live for bad poems. Yep.
3: So it says, um, bad a sleeping poem. face so full of life. Together, let us overcome this strife.
2: And finally, your name is called Jonathan Doran. Yeah. When you enter, it's the same room you're used to, but there's no other people in it except 14 game makers on this balcony far up. One of them is looking at you at all. Most of them are just sitting around a cheese layout.
3: All right. So this room, this big cavernous opening, can they see all angles Mm -hmm. of it? So there's nowhere I'd be able to do something out of view.
2: They are on a balcony, so you could get so close to the balcony that they'd have to peer over the edge to see you.
3: Oh, how do I want to play this? I want to try and go under the balcony, I guess, and set a trap. Just like a snare. Yes, I'm gonna build myself a little snare. Out of make you. a traps roll. Will do. You make a nice trap. I made a nice trap. Now I'm going to try and convince one of the game makers to come down so I can show them something using <laughs> my diplomacy.
2: You succeed. Can you also make a perception roll? Yes. (laughs) You succeed perception and hear their conversation. I don't know. Marcus, do you want to go down? No, I don't want to go down. Sylvia should go. Fine, I'll go. And this game maker, Sylvia, you presume, walks down this staircase you can't see and emerges from a door you didn't know was there. Can I help you? Yes, you can. So she's like, all right, uh, walks toward you.
3: Okay. And like the rope snap, trips her. And I say, deception is the art of war. As you say this, peacekeepers
2: are running in because <laughs> there's like a little alarm that got
3: oh, to Stand down. Whoa, whoa, please do not tase me again. No, please do that. <laughs> and they're like, tase <laughs> him. You're
2: going to leave the room right
3: now. But I have not finished showing off my abilities. The, Sylvia, the game maker, is trying to rip these ropes <laughs> wait, from wait, her leg. Okay, <laughs> actually, on that note. I'm going to murder I'm gonna No. Jay- murder. <laughs> oh, no. Grab a oh, knife. Oh, stab it. In into her heart. Into <laughs> her heart. With <laughs> gun. <laughs> <laughs> my holdout snub see. pistol. I still have things to display. And to do so, I'm going to attempt to with my bare hand. Well, undo this snaring snare trap Whoa. using my not-tying skill.
6: <laughs> so you're gonna lean over
3: to wait, the... Wait, okay. As you... you
6: you're freeze. You go
1: crouch
3: over. Okay, no, wait, 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 back, up, back up. Back up. This is okay. why... This is why I brought <laughs> <laughs> you in. before. You
6: Back up. Back. Hold. Frederick just did a lap of the room.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's weeping. <laughs> As you lean Hold in. on.
3: No way. <laughs> Hold on. Hold Hands on. Hands outstretched. Talking,
2: great
6: talking
3: is a yes. free action, yes? Yes. I am talking to the guards and would like to make yet another diplomacy check.
2: You're at a minus six, my friend. To keep
3: them from shooting me just long enough oh. to untie her.
2: You so failed by five. <laughs>
6: Getting Okay,
3: I am going to be tased, that is for I'm, sure. Okay, I would like to no make no. my knock-tying check to see if I got oh. the knot undone before they had a chance to get the taser off. Oh, is to gonna the contact
1: with him they shoot him with a taser, thus tasing the game maker as well?
2: Please do not <laughs> do tase me, lean <laughs> over, tase. <laughs> Only a critical success in knot tying will let you untie in a single
3: motion. Well, I'm going to attempt to do it because what else am I gonna do? Uh, so, I have been tased. Alright, <laughs> so they both shoot. One of them hits. You do need
2: to make an HT minus three roll to pass out. Oh, okay. I am you! Weak. Stay conscious through the agony of an electro laser tasing.
3: Because I survive it, I will look up Endurance! While you're being electrocuted, Please
6: least taste him again. Please Blue lightning, coursing your me. Blood
3: of warfare. And now, because I'm not down, I am at this point. Are you gonna try I'm point, again? <laughs> I'm again! at this point. Oh, this is the worst thing I've ever done. I'm heard. dead, I'm dead, I
6: can't
3: breathe. <laughs> Do you try again, Kyle? When you fire a taser, <laughs> like it's shot. There aren't, like, multiple taser These are ones. electro-laser
2: yes. tasers. This oh. is a beam of charged <laughs> plasma okay. locked so, on your body. Frederick, <laughs>
6: I really like that Kyle has forced you to decide what kind of taser
3: <laughs> Yeah, <you did>. These <laughs> are high-tech <laughs> tasers. These are oh. electro-laser tasers. I didn't even they had tasers. weapons like that, but then again, I never read The Hunger Games. Can I make an IQ check to see if I would understand if me touching the game maker means that if I'm shot, she would be shacked as well? Uh, nope.
6: <laughs> yeah you don't really understand how i, understand I don't how
3: great i'm going to I, I try like, and i also feel
6: like they're
2: screaming don't
6: touch yeah her. yeah they oh are just God. shouting
3: her, stand down
2: don't touch
3: her i we need a
2: decision now yeah you're right one you second this is one second while you're being electrocuted
3: okay yeah great i'm being electrocuted i'm going to say endurance is the order now please please stand down i mean no harm and one i'm i gotta convince you to talking. stop i'm just talking all right
2: make another diplomacy so, a uh, taser hits, a taser hits. Yeah. I'm going to need to roll both those dice. You take three, two, you take five more damage. Okay, And you're going to need to make a HT minus six to stay conscious. So, only a critical one, one, one will succeed. Odds, 0.5%. Well, there's you a fail. six. You fail. You <laughs> fail. You fall unconscious. Uh, <laughs> For the second time in two days, a capital nurse heals you with anti-burn serum and this time i'm gonna have you make a ht plus two roll to avoid a permanent scar of one hit point okay so you are healed back to your full health god damn it the tributes receive
0: scores from one to 12 based on the game maker's assessment one is the lowest
2: 12 is the highest i assume i don't listen to this shit The scores are posted in district order. It's this whole segment. There's like a pre-scores panel. First, derb four. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? This is some kind of bullshit. I proved
6: myself so hard. I showed off my architecture, my driving. You get what you get, and you don't get upset.
2: Sal Hargrove with a score of nine.
1: Tight. That's so good.
6: Um, oh, the that's w- so
1: good
3: for a nine- <laughs> How old are you?
6: Ninety-two.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so good. Your score should be lowered by the fact that you're the only person in the games whom natural causes is a liable reason <laughs> to lose the game. Oh my god. Oh, also
6: that's trust ends
2: Trust in judo, a score of nine. Floria Desash, a score of ten.
1: Did anybody get above a 10?
2: District 11 oh. Jonathan jo- Jonathan Doring with a score of 11.
6: Whoa!
3: you've been ensnared in my trap. But, but we haven't seen it, Guys, kind of like, what did he do
6: there? He's, he's an idiot. He, yeah. Did they give him a gun? <laughs> oh. <laughs> did he, like, shoot a game maker or something?
0: <laughs> the tribute's time in the Capitol would end in a massive interview talk show hosted by the iconic...
2: Caesar FLICKERMAN! Despite the fact that he's complicit in a fascist scheme to murder children, Mm. you still can't help but feel like he's a genuinely fun and good dude. Mm -hmm. He comes backstage and shakes everyone's hand before the interview.
1: Except more bronzed and with whiter teeth.
2: Yeah, yeah. Man. bronze.
6: Including and, including the petting, uh, fascistic leaning world leader's hair.
2: Yeah! He's definitely pet the snow.
6: Pet the snow?
2: <laughs> I hate that. I so, am so lost! And so you're all waiting backstage to go on. You're all in ridiculous formal outfits. Each one different. Each one so stupid. Uniquely dumb. Uh, you hear Caesar kind of warming up the crowd like, what an amazing group of tributes. <laughs> Please, let's welcome Derb Derb! And the audience <laughs> cheers. He walks on silent and he sits down with a harumph. Derb, welcome. You are our first glimpse of the tributes tonight, so it's yeah, un- I'm certainly not the last. <laughs> so, Derb, a four. Can we talk about that? Do you want to start on that low note? Obviously not, and I think it's bullshit. You should've seen the number of skills that I put on display. If you were there for the hour and (laughs) (laughs) four. Yes, I heard, Derb, that you had the longest training session in Hunger Games history. Derm, can you make a perception roll? No, I don't. Uh, I'm the, so furious. The, like, the TV aide off stage is waving at you, trying to get your attention, <laughs> writes something on a sign and holds it up, but you don't pay yeah, attention. Yeah, So, I don't pay attention to it. Teacher, what does it say? It says, don't interrupt. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, I'm gonna keep interrupting. Yeah, the longest one in Hunger Games history, and they give me a four? You know how much work it takes to do the longest amount of work? <laughs> I am sure... You know what? You they do not even have a helicopter console.
3: I, I know sure how to
6: pilot a helicopter. A lot of
2: effort into this training Yeah, <laughs> Oh, I did. I have no doubt I in did. My mind, I right? really did. You should have seen... I look at you. I see a guy you who... You should have seen I, me I see a guy land that, that arrow, straighten
6: the bullseye, and then immediately so shuck some wheat.
2: <laughs> immediately afterwards, so Derb, who else can go straight Derb, from you're shooting a an arrow to shucking some wheat? How do you think your oh. variety of skills is going to come into play in the arena? Don't it's, ask such a dumb question, okay, Mr. Caesar? No problem. Her Durf, in. Derp, I would never Of course a variety. Sorry, I'm getting heated. I'm friggin' pissed because I got a four. Derp, can I ask you something? What? It's not about the four. It's about your strength. Which, which I have a lot of. Derp. Uh-huh. He's definitely trying to bring it down. He's, like, <sighs> leaning in. He's being extra quiet. The mic's just amplifying him. Derp. Yeah. Of all of your skills... Okay. Which do you think is the one that's really going to cinch this victory for you? If there's a helicopter. <laughs> if there's a helicopter. If there's a helicopter then definitely my ability to pilot a helicopter, which I could've shown them, which I could've shown them, but if I had to choose something based off of the skills that I was able to show them, probably, well, my newfound plane survival. That's astoundingly reasonable. Yeah. What do you think, audience? Do you hope he gets a helicopter? There's an obliging (sighs) cheer. Thank you, thank you. If there's Derm, any everyone. sponsors out, if there's, uh, like cheering, yeah. if there's any sponsors out there, want to give me a helicopter in the arena, I would love it. Be greatly <laughs> appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. Um, and you walk
3: off to the other <laughs> side.
2: Oh
6: my God. No,
3: Loki. I only just now. That means survival in planes, yes. not survival in an airplane. Yeah, that's. Hilarious. Well, you had to compliment his helicopter piloting. <laughs> yeah, I literally thought that you just told them that you were going to win the Hunger Games because you could survive a plane crash.
2: Alright, um, (laughs) there's a a little jokey banter, like, well, I hope he gets to use all his skills, folks. What do you think? In the meantime, give it up for Sal Hargrove. Sal just super straight
6: back, so blank, but like kind of waving, slowly walks on stage. And as she walks into the spotlight, it's very quickly revealed that just before she went on stage, she took off the fancy dress shirt that she was wearing, Uh, and she just has like a tank top on, like she always wears. Wow. Um, so she has, like, a tank top and, like, weird fancy pants. There's, like, a glass of water that she was instructed not to drink from. Yeah. And she grabs it and drinks it.
2: Thirsty girl, Sal. Hydration is important. I don't want to start the first female tribute with a stereotype, but who made your outfit? Am I right, ladies and gentlemen?
7: Oh, no, this is mine.
2: I... Love it. The plea for simplicity. It's beautiful. Well, this is
7: just what I wear when I work in District 1.
2: You hear that, folks? She wears this all the time. Every day. Massive cheers. (laughs) But, like, kind of dying as they realize this isn't a bit. This is your outfit.
7: Mm Mm-hmm. I work. I fix up the diamond polishers. I work with the engines in them. So, you know, you want to wear stuff that you don't get grease on. I've been retired for a couple years now, so... I mean, I guess I just wear it out of habit.
2: It sounds like you have had an amazing and industrious life. 92 years old, is that right? Mm-hmm. So that makes you, by far, the oldest tribute to ever participate in a Hunger Games, made possible just by this special and exciting quarter quell. How do you feel about that honor?
7: Pretty ambivalent. I don't really have any feelings to share on that.
2: Sal Hargrove, unfazable. Is there someone you've met in your life that you hope gets to see you win in these games
7: well no my husband is dead and so so are my parents and i've been pretty solitary for the past 10 years so uh derb's the person who i've interacted with the
2: most an alliance i'm sure we'll get to see the exciting twists and turns we've become
6: very close she says that very deadpan
2: (laughs) (laughs) well sal i think i speak for everyone in this theater when i say You've made about 500 friends here and many thousands throughout Pan Am.
6: I feel very blessed.
2: Sal Hargrove, everyone. And the audience gives an obliging She cheer. takes a really long time to get up
6: and all her joints audibly pop and like the weird mics that they yeah. use
2: catch all the yeah. pops. I do wanna give a little snippet of Trustin' judos. Yes. So Caesar asks him, Trustin, what's your favorite training station? And Trustin' goes, my favorite training station is the station of making promises. And the audience is like, sorry, what? what? <laughs> He's like, I think that the lower districts in these games have been systemically disadvantaged from being able to win since the onset. What? What are you talking about? That's why these games, I'm making a promise. I promise that as a privileged member of the upper districts, I will not touch a weapon for the entirety of the games. Because I trust in karate. And he stands up halfway through his interview and marches off the stage.
6: How long did it take you to think of that joke?
2: People of Pan Am, welcome our District 4 tribute, Xander. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hello, everybody. Ah, in your presence, what an absolute pleasure to be here. You are even more beautiful than on television, let me tell you.
2: Xander, you flatter me. (laughs) You are from District 4, Mm. and you've got quite a good score. I think a lot of people expect a lot of you. Everybody out there expecting me to represent my
1: district, I will. I will fight for my district, I will fight for Panem, and I will fight for the 75th Annual Hunger Games, because I want it to be memorable. And I wink. And there's a sound effect that goes ding!
2: <laughs> well Xander, we're expecting a lot. Is there something you want to get out of this arena? Besides just winning. No one comes out of the arena the same person they are when they went in.
1: Oh, what especially when, when I'm done with them, they won't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let me tell you, Caesar. Whatever you want
1: to see on that battlefield, I'll show you. Whatever they want to see on that battlefield, I will show them. And I will not hesitate one. Minute, and I want you to know that most of all because I want to put on a show, Xander. I love shows. <laughs> you are the master, the undisputed champion of shows, Caesar. <laughs> big cheer, big cheer. Have you seen The Competitors this year? I mean, really.
2: What a great crop of tribute. So many high scores. I can't imagine anything better coming from the districts.
1: Oh, and District 4, like you said, a lot riding on District 4. Everest Braun. (laughs) She puts the brawn in Everest Braun, doesn't she? she? Power incarnate. I am excited to see what she does out there in that arena. Are you friends? Allies? More? Well, I mean, I don't want to spoil too much. Of course, we all know a good show needs some... (laughs) Attention. <laughs> Before I go, I just wanted to let you know, Caesar, that I'll be thinking about you out there. He
2: puts his hands on his heart and flutters his eyes. Sandra, you know I can't choose favorite. Oh, of course not. And that's why I'll be thinking about all of you as well. <laughs> to the crowd. Yes.
1: Something's been lacking. I mean, you've done a stand-up job, and don't get me wrong. Oh, thank you. Thank President you. Snow, too, wonderful, wonderful man, has been running this country as good as you can. But I think... What it's missing is Xander
2: from District Four. Um, the audience laughs. You walk off the stage hey. with a broad wave. The interview with the baby is 60 seconds of Caesar Fuggerbrand doing a bit where he'll ask a question, wait for a babble, and then yeah, every time the audience loses it, yeah, it it's he the dumbest thing. as if the baby actually answers. Yep. It. So pluck. What's your strategy at the cornucopia?
6: Uh-huh.
2: I think that is an underused strategy. <laughs> oh, it's a baby. <laughs> oh, oh, kill a
1: baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: Yeah.
2: Greg, you have a very tough time because uh, Matana, the District 6 female who goes before you, uh, is a weird... Breakaway. The crowd loves her. She's cracking jokes. She's being just lewd enough to make it on state television. And everybody listening to her has a great time. There's a huge, surprisingly huge cheer as she leaves the stage. Caesar uh, says, People of Pan Am, keep it going for our District 7 representative, Greg Timberson.
4: Oh, I'm going to ride that wave. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, I damn. <laughs>
2: You enter <laughs> dabbing.
4: <laughs> Just a lot. <laughs> Everyone thinks you're sneezing. I take off my uh, my monster cap, oh, toss yeah. it up into the oh, air, catch it, and do like a bow. It's all one Great. very fluid motion. And then I fist bump Caesar.
2: Oh, yeah. He, he's extending a hand. And he's like, oh, oh, fist.
4: And then I kind of just like lean back into my chair as if we're just two bros going for a beer.
2: Oh boy, uh, Caesar says, "Greg,
5: it is a pleasure to have you."
4: Oh, it is a pleasure to be here, my man. How's it going in the crowd tonight? Um,
2: can you make a roll uh, to keep rallying everyone up? Oh, I'll allow to keep riding this wave. Nope. Oh my God, you okay? You really failed. They were on board for your entrance. I know they're kind of like, okay, start talking, start talking. Uh, Caesar okay. Caesar tries to swoop in and save you. like, what is that you were doing on the way in with the? It it looks like oh, a sneeze.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. That is our District Seven salute.
2: A Salute.
4: Like we're reaching up to the sky, to, like grab a branch.
2: Uh, Caesar does it. And- oh,
4: you crushed it! You crushed it,
2: Greg. Love it. You have been in District Seven for a while.
4: Mm-hmm. A
2: unique opportunity brought to us by this special quarter Quell. How do you think your life in the woods is going to help you in the arena?
4: Growing up in a forest sort of area, and then you know, from a really young kid being trained as an X-Man, as a carpenter, as a lumberjack, you know, and and being a young kid not not that long ago, might I add. I just
2: how many years? Great.
4: Well, you know, you're going judge, you know, like give i am I'm gonna
2: guess thirty-five. Uh, the crowd laughs.
4: Oh, that's a good one. See, uh, see these guys, they're loving it too. It's just, uh, oh, good bit, good bit. Anyways, the thing about the forest is that it can change in an instant. One second, it's clear blue skies, you're chopping down a tree. Next thing you know, rain. And, you know, it's so easy to get disoriented in there and you just don't know where to go. You know, growing up in that, it makes you so accustomed to just making sure you're always aware of what's around you so that you don't get lost on the way back home. That's my goal, is to just not get lost.
2: It sounds like you need a map.
4: Honestly, man, as long as I've got my axe... I feel like I know my way around.
2: Well, let's hope you get an axe, Greg. Greg Timberson, everybody.
4: Yeah!
2: <laughs> they cheer you off stage. Uh, you go to like this green room where everyone who's had their interview is. It's a dozen of you right now. And when you step in, it's dead silent. Uh, it's just all the tributes sitting silently looking up at the screen that's showing like what's happening on stage.
4: I turn around and I stare at the screen.
2: Right, right. Lewin, who comes after you, it shows through that she's a bit of too much of a tryhard. Um, but she comes to the back and she's like, Oh, glad that's over with. Am I right, everybody? And Trustin stands up and is like, It's important for me to see these interviews and hear them clearly so that I can understand my competitors. Would you mind?
4: Holy shit. <laughs> um,
2: and she doesn't speak another word James, you wanted to know a little about the District Eight? The man, the boy actually, he's in his teens. He gets this bit with Caesar where er, feeling his muscles and it kind of works because he's stupidly hunky. Okay. The District Eight female, De Vise, you are kind of surprised. As she is being interviewed, you hear a voice you have never heard yet because a third person has been brought on. Devise is signing, oh my God. and this extra woman on the stage is her translator. And the interview is otherwise fine. They talk about, like, strategy at the Connucopia. After Devise, Caesar says, Our next tribute is the first of District 9. Please welcome Trinity Salomon!
5: Trin walks out in all of these dumb suits they keep putting him in. They keep trying to like not draw attention to his hump by yeah. like decorating it. Oh, oh my god! No. Yeah, they try to make it tasteful. So like in the chariot, it was cause it was a map of District Nine. Yeah, it was the mountains. In this suit, this suit is a gradient from like earthy tones in the bottom through to like more bright kind mm-hmm, of like mm-hmm. sunny things up top. Cool. Um, and the peak of the gradient is the hump.
2: Okay, great. So that's what you're coming on to. Uh,
5: yeah. Holding both his arms up and waving with both of his hands. Yeah. Uh, walks over to Caesar. Such an honor.
2: Can I start by asking, is it Trin
5: or Trinity? That's really up to you, I guess. Just don't call me late to dinner. <laughs> I would never. Oh, boy. Well, I just want to say again, such an honor, and thank you, all citizens of Pan Am, and you, Caesar Flickerman, so much for staying with this, because, uh, District 9, I know, it kind of dips
2: I took a nap
5: You are a professional
2: Trin, what do you do back in District 9? Mostly what I do is I'm out
5: in the field every day, bright and early in the morning uh, Cutting down the wheat and the barley and
2: the oats to ship off uh, To the capital Wow, and all over Trin, I've been hearing some, let's call them rumors, from the programs Oh yeah And I should know, I started some of them (laughs) 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 God damn it! I hear that you uh, have a special bond with your district partner. Why do you think you've hit it off so well?
5: Well, I've never really had a family. The crowd goes aw. Growing up, the farm was always my family—the stable hands, the workers in the field. Sorry,
2: he's getting a bit teared up. Yeah, he, he uh, Caesar gives you his pocket square. Oh, thank you. Here is um,
5: never had a wife. Never had kids. And so to come here and uh, and to be on this very long train ride with just this lovely little girl, you'll see her. You'll like her. I'm sure you will. I mean, I found myself in the situation. I didn't hate it. And uh, we've really hit it off since then. It's been great. Well, we're really excited to speak to her. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm excited for you to meet her. Great. Well, uh, I won't take up any more of your time if that's, if that's the end. Well, the, Trinity, we'd love
2: to have you till the end of the night, but we have many other tributes to get through, so welcome. thank you so much. I'll just be watching from over there. <laughs> I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. Trinity, Trinity
5: Salaman, everybody. Yeah, he does a little bow. <laughs> the <laughs> gradient glare is on the spotlight. Yeah. Oh, dear.
4: Oh, we must have the audience just in the... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh he's so good. Trying not to be just wanted to be a kind
2: man. Yeah, Harvesta's interview. She also gets asked what she thinks of Trinity, and her response is cute. She's very bad at talking to Caesar. She's clearly just struck by stage fright, so uh, she stumbles through, and uh, the audience is really loving this cute dynamic here. <laughs> And eventually, after a long night of talk show, uh, we come to District 11. Now, I think everyone knows what's going to happen next. A man we have been curious about since the reaping. The scores have only piqued our curiosity. Please welcome Jonathan
3: Dorin. There are more people in the studio audience than lived in my village. There's about um, no There's about five times many people. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm gonna be taken aback, I'm gonna wave, and from their ruckus applause, I'm gonna sort of hold my arms up in the air, yeah, make a big yeah. pose, hype them up, waving my arms yeah, back and yeah. forth, feel the crowd's the crowd. energy, warm them up, have a seat next to the Hunger Game Whisperer himself.
2: <laughs> Jonathan, they love you. Do you and, love
3: Jonathan? And
2: everyone cheers.
3: Ah, uh, man. This has been a whirlwind few days for me. Uh, Just a few days ago, like, I didn't know what any of this was. As I
2: understand, Jonathan, you are from a remote village of District 11 that even has special distance exemptions from attending the reaping. Is that true?
3: Yes. That is amazing. I want to see what you have got. Why, thank you. And I think the people are going to be very pleased when they see what I got. Because I bring something no one else in these games has, and that is a different voice. And I would like to make a public speaking check to give a rousing speech. What I'm going to attempt to do here is give a public speech that is not explicitly against the capital,
1: God damn it. So
3: that I can continue to have the support, but has enough of an undercurrent of rebellion mm-hmm. to also flag the support of anyone out there who might be upset right, so with this society. Th- minus... And also,
1: and also to, I uh, want to manifest a gun in the arena. And yeah. <laughs> also shoot, Caesar. Can, can also, I also, you're being yeah. fazed. You, you notice, you notice Caesar is wearing a bulletproof vest.
2: Caesar has a tiny taser, and it's just this on your thigh. Yeah, you, you feel the taser touching ah, you. Like, you can see them in,
1: like, peacekeepers in the wings. Like, there were no peacekeepers in the wings There were red us. dots all yeah. <laughs> over
2: your face. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Here's can you give yeah. us an excerpt of the speech?
3: Ladies and gentlemen of this fair nation. We call it Pan Am. Pan Am. Everyone laughs, everyone loves it, everyone loves it. I don't know much about your customs, but I know the customs where I came from were honesty, hard work, bootstraps, and pulling yourself up by them. And by God, that is the work ethic I am gonna take to these gains. They may have taken my gun. But they cannot take the gun that lives in a man's heart. Make your roll.
2: That is a seven. You make it. The crowd fucking loses it. Caesar's like, Jonathan, we
3: want to see that gun in your heart. Now, one last thing. Of course.
2: You procured some injuries during the training. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
3: Oh, well, I can let you know that the wonderful doctors, they patched me up. Uh, we certainly didn't have medicine like that back at the village, let me tell you. Oh. oh, man. I wish a you wouldn't. yet endearing, just banding. The way this game is structured, it's been explained to me. It's very individualistic. I can appreciate that. I am an individual, but I think that teamwork will be the key to victory. Above all else, win or lose, I just hope I make some good friends along the way. The audience Aww. loses it. Cedar says, "Jonathan, <laughs> <Everly>. Jonathan
2: Dorian." <laughs> all right. So the very the second last tribute, none. This 69 year old man.
3: It's funny because that's a, a sex number. position. Damn it! <laughs>
2: <laughs> comes out onto the stage, and flips off the audience. Mm. Hell yeah, dude. As Caesar stands up and is like, pretending to cover it. Non, sit down. Sit down. We'll
1: have none of that.
2: <laughs> and he sits down. They have like this bad interview. Non is answering questions with like, either a total non sequitur or like non, one line that doesn't sorry. make any sense.
5: Or a cuss. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: It's really bad. And then Caesar's trying to salvage this. And it's like, non I know you wanna win this. Do you have a secret strategy, your killer move that you can tell us about? And Nan's like, actually, Caesar, I don't have any plan to win the Hunger Games. I'm gonna kill myself immediately by stepping on the mine. Mo- and Caesar says, a bit of technical difficulty, give a hand to non to everybody and there's this tepid cheer as a peacekeeper from Jonathan's speech comes out of the wings and marches him off the stage. <laughs> and he tries to mime to the cameras stepping off <gasps> uh, oh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow.
0: Fred, we're leaving there? What the hell, man? <laughs> uh, uh, Alright, um... Yeah, I mean, literally the only thing left to say is find out in episode 3 how Don dies, I guess. No, but there's, look, there's plenty, there's plenty more to come. And there's plenty of it which I'm sure will be joyful too. My god. We hope you've enjoyed episode 2 of Hungers, the podcast. This is a fan fiction podcast based on Suzanne Collins' Hunger Games series. We are not affiliated with Collins, Lionsgate, or Scholastic. Hunger's podcast is GF by Frederick Geetz and narrated by me, Jonathan Ball saying Ashta. Our character cast is Bennett Steinberg as Sal, Henry Patterson as Dirt. Jacob Levitt as Xander, Marissa DeLeo as Greg, James Hyatt as Trinity, and Kyle Warren as John. We use music by Henry Patterson and sounds under Creative Commons license from Little Rainy Seasons extra gamer squidge and others all available in the text compendium to this episode
7: well,
2: i'm so sad that we cannot climb together well so you well, can't I'm i'll, I'll the will hang on this together. Flying
6: together. That's true, that is true, yeah. Um. Lots of fliming.